Blog Talk Radio. The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help their fellow man, hoping we can make it better. Do you really think we can? All right. Well. Here we are with Blog Talk Radio on another Tuesday night, and um, uh, our guest, uh, I've got something going on here with my uh, studio, doesn't look right. Um, uh, Alex, can you talk to me? Yeah, I was afraid of that. I lost you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dial you again if you can hear me. So hang up and let's give it a shot one more time. See what happens here. Oh, it's not wanting to uh, do that. So here we go. Cancel. Hang on. I don't know what happens here. Don't go away. Okay. You got me? I got you now. I don't know. That was weird. I don't know what happened. Barry. I could uh, hear you the whole time. I could hear you. So Yeah, you you weren't set up properly uh on my screen here, so I couldn't I couldn't do anything. Um Okay, here we are. Well, uh, everybody, I want you to welcome back to Block Talk Radio our good friend Alex Klein, and uh, Alex is uh, on the board of the catch. He is he is our our representative millennial, and um, he is uh, just a, a brilliant person and someone who knows a lot about uh, our. The, the internet and and has worked in the security a lot of internet security um, he was the first one to tell me about the Russians before I ever heard it from anybody else so uh, he's probably got some new things to tell us tonight that we don't know about yet but um, we really want to hear from our friend Alex a lot about what he's thinking about the world. What does it look like to him about the, and we want to hear about the future. We want to hear about um, also uh, what, what he's sensing from millennials, from, from his friends. Uh, what's the general mood um, of the day and uh, uh, how we, how, how do we feel about life and about, especially about the country. So um, Alex, here we are. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome back to Blog Talk Radio. Appreciate it, John. Um, I don't even, yeah, these days it's like, where do you begin? But with millennials, I would say a lot of us kind of have, it's almost like a consensus of, of, 
consolidation, I would say. A lot of people, whether you're liberal or more conservative, I think we could all agree that the world feels like there's a lot of consolidation of power right now. Maybe not in the actual, like, American politics, but if you just just look at the world and geopolitics and how uh, borders are being, um, let's say, tested, you know, between India and China, the South Asian Sea, there's still stuff going on with Russia and Ukraine. We have a lot of activity um, just ch- checkerboarded around. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I could, uh, I, without getting into the political aisle of things or the s- spectrum of things, I would say that most of my friends, we all talk about how it, it seems like there's a big transition or uh, the the bigger countries are really reigning in their power. Even like look at China consolidating mm-hmm. Hong Kong. So with the the virus and the effects of the virus and the 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 amount of I mean we haven't stopped with the 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 false information. When I was on here last, I was talking about a lot of false information and stuff that was mm-hmm. going to be propagated on the internet. And that hasn't changed. In fact, we have more, more than ever. <laughs> and how on earth do we tell? It's- uh, yeah, that's tough. Well, the internet is so mechanized for for advertising and marketing and profits that a lot of these platforms are incentivized to kind of give you a feedback loop or a echo chamber so mm-hmm. these bots end yeah. up playing into the greed of these companies so you really have to just like you know do the old-fashioned thing trust the people in your immediate circle and bounce information off each other discourse is good it's nice to disagree with your friends and talk about things amongst each other, but that takes bravery and a good friendship right now. It's tougher than ever to have political discourse. So you really got to be close with somebody. Yeah. Oh boy. Did you put your finger on it right there? Um, What do you think that's easier uh, among, I have this feeling that a lot of this polarization and divisiveness that we we sense politically in other ways uh, in our country, conservatives, liberals, all of that. Um, I have a feeling that's more uh, in 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 uh, with boomers and with older people than people with your age. Is that true, or is it just as bad among uh, younger younger folks? What do you think? I wish I could say that the grass is greener on the other side and that I could blame the boomers, but honestly, it is the same problem right now because of the internet. I would honestly wager that the internet is the biggest variable in this and destabilizing consensus while also giving us all the information. Boy, Alex, what do we do about this? I mean, you know, do you, do you at some point do you just shut it down or are you just you know turn off your phone and talk to your friends <laughs> well i think opinion journalism is also something that we should eventually address uh but now this is far past the point of opinion journalism uh there was the fair communications act where people were supposed to give us unbiased news but that yeah. was um that I was uh <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was before my time, but I've done my homework. And yeah, I think that, that the, these are not really outlandish 
proposals, <laughs> like it would be good for us to have people who understand that, that, that you know, adding gasoline or pouring gasoline to the fire and fanning the flames of partisanship versus trying to deliver a accurate two-sided point. Now, again, at this point, it's so hard to imagine that. It seems almost like a fairy tale. But again, just giving that example of one piece of legislation, there was some form of checks and balances so that corporations and news outlets, which, Mm -hmm. you know, are also consolidated. There's only a handful of companies that control all of them. Uh, they they wouldn't they wouldn't be allowed to just play into that echo chamber so much, and I think it's up to us to really you know support the same thing. Now, there are definitely outlets that are far more abusive of that pattern than than others. We could we could all mm-hmm. agree on that, but ultimately it's up to us to just be the better person and and just say hey, we need to really understand where there might be some agendas in all of our news and mm-hmm. recognize where they may be, even if we think that we're on the right side. You know what I mean? And that's just something that I can say from sitting amongst a lot of debates and arguments between all of my friends. And again, I, I have a look at things from a very just like moderate or middle ground um, because of the security aspect of things. And I'm always just like, well, how would I look at things if I was just trying to protect my borders and my country in the digital domain of our like thoughts and how reactive we can be right now. And so um, the, the, the main thing is we, we have to really, really, really be on ourselves to just maintain the idea that there may be an agenda being pushed out to us, even from an outlet that we, we like and we trust. And that's just that's just the name of the game right now until there's better checks and balances to prevent corporations and Google and Facebook from making money off advertising to what we want, you know, and our confirmation bias. But, but yeah, I go ahead. Oh, that's it. I just think a little bit of diligence and just the same thing, just really double down on our communities. We need to be focused on our local communities more than ever. Same with politics. Local politics is the best thing we could do. Hmm. Talk about that some more. Uh, when you say local, what, what, what do you mean? Uh, are we talking about um, uh, Laguna Beach City Council, or you know, where where is it at? If it scales up, I mean, it can be your local neighborhood. It can be your it can be your community. It can be your city. It can then be your county. You know, if you feel disenfranchised by by your your environment that you're 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 in every day, or you don't feel as connected to your community, the best thing you could do is just get involved with your your surroundings and build the power base for yourself immediately around you and really reinvest into your immediate surroundings. And then you'll see the effects that you you would crave versus trying to scale it and think of like, you know, state issues or national issues without a firm set of momentum, basically. It's kind of like going grassroots, but like it, it really works for just any sort of direct action, political type of, you know, involvement and engagement that you could possibly think of. Just think yeah. about your uh, your your 
seven by seven or your 10 by 10 city city radius, there's plenty of issues that are directly affecting you more than likely with the small businesses, with the, the, the local population. There may be a park that you visit that could use some renovation, something that you could get involved and organize if you want to feel change that will affect you too. And that's kind of the route that I've put is that I feel so out of control with mm-hmm. national and political things that I've mm-hmm. just tried to, to gain my presence in the small local communities, but that's afforded me a litmus to the best of your ability and to your safety too. The pandemic made it very difficult, but I'm talking about practices post our last talk, even pre-pandemic. Really get involved with my local community. That way I also have a a strong litmus as to what our, our social consensus can be because it's, you know, there's, there's a lot that I haven't agreed with, but it's good to know what your neighbors are thinking and where, who your neighbors are, where you all stand on things, it creates a, a firmer foundation to counter any external information. What would you say the general mood of of your friends uh, and, and millennials uh, in terms of the future? Are, 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 are people, would you say they're generally pessimistic or are they more optimistic? Or where are we at? How would you... I know that's a big um, that's that's a that's a huge one. Uh, I would say that you know there's a, there's a good handful that are that are vocally pessimistic, and that might drown out the others mm-hmm. who are kind of focused and just. I think that there's a there's a sort of uh, digital discipline and like digital hygiene and all sorts, just like the diet movement. There's a, there's a very big movement on like mitigating the amount of influence these little devices have on us. So with that in mind, I would say that there is a, a, an unvocal, not, minor, not minority or majority, I can't put my finger on it yet, but there's an unvocal aspect or, 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 we're only seeing like a tip of the iceberg with my generation. I think there are so many of them that are that are actually active and hustling and trying to balance having grown up with so much of this technology and also the transition of analog to digital. But because of the circumstances of, you know, having to work a little bit harder, they may not be as as forthright in the general um like discussion or the discourse like there may be you know the trolling of the comments but like i couldn't say that it it would be we're getting the greatest respect to the 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 existential feelings of of my generation just my core group of friends um most of them believe that there is a big transition happening again and like i said i would just say it's consolidation of power with the planet um most of most of the, everybody I know who who really kind of looks at the issues doesn't believe that we're it's it's over yet. It's very egotistical to think that humanity could just destroy a multiple billion year old planet. We could kill ourselves off for sure. <laughs> we're very good at that. I don't know if we could destroy the planet. We may help it evolve us away. But yeah, there's so much that we could do. Again, like the Fair Communications Act that was just right there in front of us that if we 
just go back and start adding those checks and balances, we'd be surprised how far it will go. And, you know, China is rapidly deploying their checks and balances. It's very impressive to have watched this, this latest cryptocurrency ban from them. They've done this like 12, 13 times in the last five years, but this time it was serious and they have really shut down this, the, 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 a rather, a rather wasteful practice called proof of work, which is, or crypto mining in, in the, the general layman terms. They've mm. shut that down across the whole country because it's now time to really, really respect going carbon zero. Or, you know, carbon neutral and try to really depreciate it. And yeah, so I'm, I'm actually, the more I pay attention, you know, it's, I, I'm rather hopeful, but I just also am cautious because, you know, this is, this is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. growing pains and these are, it's, it's unfortunate that, that an, or uh, an, a government that doesn't exactly afford its citizens the most rights or democracies has exercised its authoritarian regime and gotten results. So it's like, uh, that's not exactly good. But the results that they're attaining right now are for the agenda of reducing the amount of destruction work we're having for our our planet and removing the citizens' social control of an outside currency. Those two go hand in hand. So... Yes, so very interesting time. You're saying that 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 is that is a uh, somewhat of a good thing. Is that what you're saying? It's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's like it's yeah. a it's a bad thing for. It seems like for social liberties, that's a, a, a failure on multiple spectrums, and then in part of like the the core agenda, which is where we need to start looking at everything. Uh, they're not saying that they're going to ban all cryptocurrency. They're just there are certain very very wasteful practices that yeah. some of the bigger cryptocurrencies have, and those were first movers. You know, it's been it's been uh, eleven twelve years now of of the technology. So there's there's far greater iterations. Anyways, getting away from that, the point is is that. I think governments around the world are really starting to pay attention. Saudi Arabia said that they're trying to get off oil by 2030 uh, originally, and now it's been slated back to like 2025, 26. That's incredible. It's an oil empire. Yeah, right. So I'd say that we have a lot of things to be hopeful for, and my my friends Mm -hmm. who are like me who keep their fingers on the pulse, this is the stuff that we're paying attention to attention to but like you still have to be careful because these these are different regimes that are going to do everything they can to hold on to power so that's all this uh the consolidation of power you're talking about that's very interesting to me and uh that of course let's let's talk about how how that's happening here in in america and it is that ultimately what is could 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 destroy a democracy um, yeah, I think that, you know, there's, there's so many things that are very difficult to tread, you know, when we talk about <clears throat> encryption, right, and people's right to digital privacy, um, 
that's a really big discussion that has been weaponized and they're saying that they're trying to prevent, you know, online predators, they're trying to prevent terrorists and all this stuff. But what that really also represents is a fundamental just disillusion, like a, a disillusion of the 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 right to communicate and the right to to have privacy as far as our constitution would interpret it for not just the American borders, but the rest of the borders of the world, especially in relation to how we perceive it. And so just on that aspect alone, which is not a very polarized debate, I mean, both sides of the aisle are kind of pursuing um, anti-encryption laws very, very quietly. Hmm. I would really, really stress for people to just think that it is greater than you having the ability to do private browsing on the internet. You know, there are a lot of people who have to go through great lengths to communicate outside of this country where we are a very, very flexible and awesome democracy. And they're communicating in environments that are completely unholy for, for civil and domestic rights. And so when we do things like that, the rest of the world follows suit and it only gives those regimes even more power to flex basically their their authority and be unchallenged and so we have to really pay attention still as our democracy is a model or our le- our legislation is a model not always the europeans hold you know are pretty hip especially in tech but that's what i'm saying and how it would ripple out it's like once we stop looking at encryption as being a big deal then the rest of the world will start really policing its citizens too so i'm not mm-hmm. so worried again as how it would affect the American democracy. I think that we've got got an incredible history with decentralization. Um, But as far as what that might ripple out to to some of our other uh, centralized and authoritarian regimes, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) If the precedent is allowed to be set, it could be bad. Um, I'm reading a book right now, Alex. Uh, by a history uh, prof at at Wheaton College, where I went to college um, in Illinois. It's called uh, We, instead of We the People, it's called We the Fallen People. And what he's trying to point out is that uh, the, 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 the beauty and the strength of, of democracy in the beginning was the fact that um, the the founding fathers really did want to put that the point of the checks and balances was to keep sinful people from getting control. I mean, basically, the, it was a realization that we are fallen people and that we can't. There has to be some sense of uh, control. To, uh, uh, or at least checks and balances against the purse, somebody getting control and using it for the wrong reasons. And, um, uh, and that's, that's really what has made, you know, I think one of the things that's made America great. And, uh, and yet it seems like today we, we're losing that. We are, we are um, because we're, instead of having two parties that that go for consensus we have two parties that are simply fighting each other that's it 
and uh, and it's you're either 100% right or you're 100% wrong, and uh, there doesn't seem to be places to meet. Um, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say here, but uh, do you do you feel like these are this is going on too, and that uh, uh, there's 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 any hope for us? getting back to consensus is all about. Yeah, I totally agree with your thoughts. I think that, you know, it definitely, it's felt like, uh, my friends put it as uh, the wrestling worldwide. It was like WWE or WWF wrestling. You know, you have these <laughs> characters that you're yeah. supposed to, to root for that are a certain agenda or flag or stereotype within the now political spectrum. And we have a bunch of you know, reaction politics that also you have to remember is being preyed upon by marketing groups who want hits or clicks for whatever brand they, they're <clears throat> capitalizing off of outrage culture from. And it's creating a very interesting dynamic for us here in America. As far as hope goes, I mean, I'm probably one of the most cheerful and progressive, hopeful types that in my group. I, 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 I'm, I'm always looking towards the future, and I think that again, we're so better equipped than most to handle these type of, of pressures because we're still kind of infantile uh, country. We just have to look at our neighbors and not be so arrogant as to assume that we couldn't fall into the same pattern just based on human history. Now, again, going back to America's decentralization and what you're talking about with the fathers and how brilliant the design of the country is, um, I think one of our greatest tests we had was uh, dealing with the transitional election during this pandemic. And yeah. the fact that that didn't descend despite everyone assuming that it would um, we had one, we had one big event that I was concerned would occur. Mm -hmm. And now as we move forward, we have to address these concerns, but also not go in the vein of the nine 11 approach where we, we double down on hardened anti-privacy and anti, you know, civil liberties, mm -hmm. and then become even more draconian from where we were already. And that's the, 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 the thing that people have to be delicate in moving forward because we still have to embrace the fact of what occurred. But I would well, say just about, speaking. You're talking about January 6th. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. capital sure. insurrection. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so the problem is, is that every word is so polarized now. So I just prefer to, to, to avoid, you know, getting to those points without having to. But the thing is, is that I was so concerned that worse was going to happen. And right. the, the fact that we, the fact that we, we managed to do a regime change and during historically unprecedented times to me is just another thing to just be proud of. That's all. Even though it's such a little, yeah. little victory, I was just, I think that our democracy really reflected itself during the entire, um, it wasn't yeah. a, 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 a perfect and idealistic display, but it's still, we still have, have had a, a, a pretty good run with it compared to other countries. That's true. 
That's true. I think you're right. Um, and uh, I think there, uh, there is cause for hope. Um, well, God, this went too fast. It always does. Um, but it, give me some sense. Uh, what, what would you say if you could take the spiritual uh, temperature of your generation? Um, you know, wh- where are people at? Are, would you say that there is a spiritual reality that people are seeking? Are they hungry? Or uh, are, are we just kind of, uh, you know, uh, avoiding even thinking along those lines? Oh, no, it's all, it's very much more uh, intuitive feeler type, for sure. Everybody is, I I think, as a whole, it's very, very accepted in the common, you know, lexicon. I don't know, for your generation, but in my generation, you could be of any walk of life and say that you felt a weird vibe from somebody, and that's just a normal thing, and people react to energy, and there's definitely a, a closeness to spirituality. And faith, too. I mean, people are, are demonstrating great examples of, of blending the two and demonstrating them. So I think that as far as that goes and as far as social issues that may have challenged us 40 years ago that we don't even – or longer, 40, 60 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, we don't even consider um, we're always, you know, getting better. It's just that we – as we get better, we recognize that we have more to do, and that's – it's part of the, the the growing pain the evolution yeah. you know yeah. but i think that we're we're just we're now maturing as a, as a species again with as we have this technology and we're aware of what's happening every single little square inch of this planet and we're now having to recognize what's what's in front of us and i think that that's fine we've been able to do this so many times before with with much less going for us now we we have plenty of of opportunity yeah. Well, well, this is great. Uh, Alex, it's always fun talking to you. Uh, thank you for your perspective and your time. And, uh, and uh, we, we, we gotta, we gotta get some more time together. It's been too long. <laughs> so, so um, Absolutely. yeah. Okay. Well, God bless. Thank you so much for your thoughts and uh, we'll talk to you again in in uh you know next time and i'm i'm hopeful i uh, i was i was worried that we were going to end up with this half hour going oh my god <laughs> it's almost over no but uh i appreciate your perspective always have oh yeah Thanks. no i mean it's 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 hard when you've got all all the connections and all the possibilities right now and you see right. what what's being done with people who have just, I mean, you look at some, if you want to feel hope, look at some of these entrepreneurs that are coming out of, you know, parts of India, parts of Africa, South Asia, that have just recently gotten their hands on, on, on the internet or engaged with technology to where they can really, really hone in on their own self-discipline and self-education and what these people are, are coming up. With. And then you just then scale it back to your community. Look at what the local kids are coming up with. Look at what people in their, your neighborhood are doing. There's a lot of great stuff happening. It's just that there's a lot of incentive to get your eyeballs and get those clicks. And so outrage and reaction and fear is selling. Yeah, yeah. Alex, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. 
God bless. Take care, man. God okay. bless. Yeah. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that, everybody. It went quite fast. I knew it would. Uh, local. I like that. Get local. Your neighborhood. Your community. I like that. That's what I heard today. Hang with it. Lock up radio. Come back next week. We love you guys. Come back and hear some more. Always encouraging. God bless. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.